minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. Episode 112. What's up? There's a bit of noise. I don't know if you can hear in the background. We're in my office. Just, it's nice and... Okay, Breeze just yelled. Um, so there is noise. It's It adds a bit of atmosphere, she says. But this is a live episode. We're in front of a, a, a live an crowd, audience biggest, of three. That's the biggest live crowd we've had. Someone just walked past. I'll count that as four. This is actually huge. Are you feeling the sort of epicness of this show? I've thought about us doing this on stage because we talked about doing like an open mic-esque mm-hmm. night open mic vibes where you kind of have a bunch of people on stage yeah. um, or we have other, you know, guests. And I was thinking about it, how much would it change it? Because we don't record this. We don't video this yet. Yeah. I was thinking about adding that extra element on. Like I pick my nose and I'm a, I'm a fucking grub. Pig. <laughs> I'm a pig. A grub is a really funny slur though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. You grub. You grub. You grub. But I was thinking... What, you used to call me a rat? <laughs> of course, you're a rat. Half the time it was because you were trying to hump me or do some weird shit. Oh, it was when you were... No, you were flying a drone and you had it pointed down. Oh, no, no. I'm just talking... That's the only time I've ever humped you. Yeah, you were a rat then. But then the other time you were a rat is when you had sunburn and you were peeling peeling, and you were wanting me to fucking touch it. Yeah, what do you say? No, Get the fuck off me, you rat. Yeah, that's (laughs) it, it, rat. It was an old school year seven slam. It was was the best slam there is, really. No, it's the... I would worry about the the one concern I'd have about the live show is showing off. Yeah, what the, I get silly. The JJ putting on a little, uh, little home show. home show. Mm. <laughs> I, I only ever get I've I just feel a bit triggered to perform. No, I was going to say I get, it would just trigger the reminding me of when I was a kid and being in the car and mum saying that I was showing off. Oh, yeah. And Brie does, does it too. She knows my trigger point. She'll say, oh, you were, um, you said that thing you weren't, you, you know, I said that mm. in confidence, you're just showing off. Mm. So, but well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'd be good. Maybe. But also you'd have to bring a certain level. I'm really annoyed because uh, I'm not annoyed. I guess it's just part of being Josh, but I uh, just got a <laughs> subscription renewal. For a for a Strava, which I haven't okay. used, I can make this decision for you. Do not renew. You don't fucking use it. Yeah, well, it's Strava, it's already, a bike riding app. What's well, already come up? It's, oh, you uh, paid it. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, dear Josh, the following subscription. Oh no, this is a great opportunity. Bree's giving me a stare. It's only eighty nine dollars a year. Only. Um, I love it how you paint the only eighty nine dollars a year, and I'm about to go away for four of those months. Um, Strava Premium, fifth of August. I register, so if I can remember to. T- Turn that off. Okay, Bree, put a note in your diary, 5th of August, or do it for the... No, well, I could do it now. I could close it down now. Yeah, but we're doing a podcast here, mate. The other thing too is uh, the the other things I'm paying for and not using at the moment, the Atlantic. What the hell is the Atlantic? It's a... A newspaper. Yeah, newspaper. New York Times. And what, you meant to to read those? Yeah, so I've got a couple of apps. I was going into a stage where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be a little bit more thoughtful with the media that I'm consuming. Well, yeah, and you thought that that's the uh, really healthy outlet to consume. Well, it's like instead of... reliable media. Well, instead of using Facebook or Twitter or Instagram (laughs) as my news source, maybe I could just read sort of of more editorialized pieces. I had the idea of doing a video of you... uh, Pinning up on a wall with uh, with you know like post-it notes, all the subscriptions you had, mm. 
and you weren't keen on it. It, no, it uh, never really stuck with you. I was so I was like, this is going to be so great. It's going to be be able to see like what would how much money be? a year you're spending and how much we can cut it down. And I mean, that you would just be a fan of it. I mean, that would be handy for you just to do anyway for me <laughs> if you wanted to do it. I went to um, Woolworths yesterday. Yeah, one of the big, big two. No, big three. What would there be? What are the? How many shopping centers? Aldi, Woolworths, Coles. Why would you say others? Aldi? Are you the type of guy to say Aldi first? No, I just was reflecting because I'd already said Woolworths, meaning like the big three supermarkets. No, there's a big two. Big Woolies two. And Coles. Okay, big two supermarkets. Well, I went to Woolworths yesterday. Mm-hmm. What'd you I buy? Bought a bunch of stuff for dinner: some pumpkin, some uh, other things to roast, onion, a bunch of other stuff, some corn chips, hummus. Have I got you? You interested? Yeah, yeah I'm interested. Anyway, what, took it, it all it to the Yumi's? front. Took it all. Yumi's hummus. Yes, that was. I think it was that one. Can it's I just nice qu- before you just just um, in regards to uh, hummus or hummus <laughs> hummus hummus? Can I just say hummus? I don't know how to say it. Anyway, the you know how you can get the big one kilo tubs. Mm-hmm. Bray and I used to buy that, and like it would last a little while. Yeah, read on the tub uh, a while back. You've got to consume within five days. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. So there's no, like the idea of having a kilo of hummus <laughs> in five days, even for me, is a stretch. So it's anyway, a lot of so you've, you've bought some pumpkin, yeah, you've bought I, some hummus. I, I took them all chip. to the front and I put them down and it's, oh yeah, bags are 50 cents now. So they've removed all plastic bags. I think and it's great. 100%. But, and I know I sort of let people in on my thinking process. It was very quick, but I had a moment where it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But I immediately then countered that with telling her, this is such a great thing. I'm so glad it started. But I honestly think it is right. That's really good. And I honestly have known known about it and been behind the initiative to get rid of these plastic bags. But the little part of me, that arsehole in me was just like, ah, oh, you're kidding me. You're putting me out here. I think it's great. I Like we could call that the haircut effect, which is when you make it to haircut, and it looks shit and you want to say something and you go to say it's a shit haircut but instead you know you want to say, you have to say something out of the system so you're like mate great haircut but it's fucking shit you know that right and so it's a similar thing you've just done a bit of a switcheroo yeah you've taken a negative thought which it was stupid because it is i did that uh last night where uh I, i've been staying at my mum and dad's uh before brain i head off next you've week. moved home let's be yeah. honest uh, i'm not comfortable with that <laughs> You're in transition because yeah. you're flying first class next Tuesday <laughs> with points. With points, uh, no. But I do you just do a hummus burp or no? no. Riley's eat is is it Riley that's eating something? It smells good. Um, we, uh, she's, she's got, got her headphones. headphones in. Riley, what are you uh, eating? What, what's Riley what's, eating? What are you eating there? Um, spaghetti. Spaghetti. spaghetti? With meat. With meatballs. But not spaghetti. Okay. Squash. Okay, great. I'm glad Low I asked. <laughs> she says it's great. You just discovered okay. it this morning. All right, great. We'll have to do another episode. Couldn't take it home in a bag, though. Yeah. <laughs> Had to buy it for cents. Uh, the No, so, yes, I'm not living with my parents. I'm just, like, yeah. staying there for a few days. Anyway, uh, Brie and I have been getting up at 5 a.m. every morning to get in so she can go to the gym in Abbotsford at 6 a.m. And uh, so it means early, uh, early nights. I need eight hours of sleep. Yeah, and, we know, uh, princess. I've been editing. <laughs> I've been editing a lot, uh, and or being trying to. I've been fucking procrastinating. Like you I, believe. I can tell. But I, but I was. I got into a flow editing. Anyway, didn't get home 
to mum and dad's where we're sort of just temporarily staying. Yeah, we know. You <laughs> said that. <laughs> it's just temp. Uh, to be yeah. clear, Josh is not actually living back at home. No, it's all temp. nothing wrong it's with all temporary. that. temporary. Anyway, and mum will tell you that too. She's, she's made it very clear <laughs> that this is She wants you fucking gone, dude. 100%. I mean, even us keeping shit there, she's not comfortable with. It's yeah. like... Um, no, I get it. Once you've at, flown the nest, they don't want you flying back. Yeah, it's a sort of... Yeah, once you've done that deal. But uh, get home and... Mum says, oh, Josh, we need some help. It's at 8.30. I want to be in bed by 8.30. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Mum says, we need some tech help. I'm like, okay, yeah, what is it? I was fine at that point. And then she said, uh, I got a new iPhone and um, uh, it's asking for my email password. And the thing is, I'm happy to help mum and dad. And mum will quickly point out, do you know how much we've done for you? you know, <laughs> yes. That shtick. Yeah, we realise. She actually mom, has, Josh. She's done a lot. She's done a lot. She used to, mum and dad used to drive me to the Victorian College of the Arts two days a week so I could do a film course. You know, they spent probably four grand over two years on the course. Yeah. They've, they've done a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Along with just raising you full raise stop. It. No, but mum will bring up the the VCA thing is the go-to. That's yeah, the well, one she that just for whatever. Needs, she knows how to cut through to her son. I don't know what it is, but that's that's the shtick that she likes to talk that's about. So yeah, it's funny. not the fact that like they, I lived with them and they brought me up for 18 yeah. years. It was the two trips to VCA every week, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, she says to me that the, um, the password... Uh, yeah, isn't working. Yeah. And so I said, no, you just need to put in the password, like your last password and it works. And she goes, I don't know what it is. And the reason this was so upsetting was because dad had forgotten his password oh, no. uh, probably a year ago and it was such a pain in the ass. And I, in that moment said, the one thing that I can't help you with is if you forget your password. Just write it down. I don't care. If you don't want to use LastPass, if you don't want to use one of those password managers, which is what I've been suggesting. Yeah. Just that's the, that's the one thing I can't, that's the one thing I can't help, help you with, right? The one thing I can't help you with is remembering is your remembering fucking password. And so yeah. oh, I was so angry about it. And so, and mum was like, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I was like, no. And so I was in the moment, I was like, okay, I won't worry about it. And I was going off to bed. And I'm like, look, I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? She's, uh, they're about to go on a trip and like they're going to be, she's not going to have email. She's not going to be able to access her email. So then I had to troubleshoot and sort it out and took like half an hour, got it all sorted. But it was, a. Uh, I was so annoyed and I reacted yeah. and I've been listening to a, um, a book at the moment. I think it's like the power of being how- disliked or like being comfortable <laughs> with being, not how to deal with your mum and dad. Yeah, exactly. But what I, I don't know why, but there was something in that book, which sort of inspired me to be like, you know what? I don't need to be an asshole right now. And, to, and it's that annoying thing where you be an asshole initially. Yeah. yeah. You say, you're like, oh, this is fat. Like, like I'm, was planning on going to bed right now and now I'm going to spend an hour sorting out this thing just because you didn't remember the password that there was the one thing, right? It's, it's inconvenient. And I so, get it. I but get the thing it. is, I understand that that's like an assholeish thing. And so, but the thing, the annoying thing about that is once you've said it, even once <laughs> you've fixed the password and you've done the 45 minutes, you get yeah, none yeah, of the yeah. credit because you're still the asshole. Well, because you arced up at the start. Yeah. It's so now it's like, thanks, thanks for nothing, I, asshole. The thing with family relationships is there's trigger points. Yeah. It's from growing up. It's from... And I get it. Technology... I wonder if technology, as in this kind of shit you're talking about, has taken apart families. <laughs> I reckon iCloud has done it alone. <laughs> well, I have reckon, you been... You know, the Apple store, my mate messaged me. He's like, dude, 
What a fucking awesome store. They do like, they run workshops for people to... When was this? I hope that if this wasn't between 2008 and 2009, your mate is sitting under a rock. <laughs> it was last week. I know. <laughs> who? But I appreciate it because I look, I go into an Apple store and this is my friend who has a business and he appreciates a, a oil, oil, well-oiled machine and that's what the iStore is. Uh, the Apple Store. The I- <laughs> fucking iStore. Can everyone, if you're in your car right now and you haven't burst out laughing at the iStore, you're an imbecile. <laughs> the iStore. The iStore. Anyway, they sell it. But he was saying the, the there's... there's um, it's an optometrist. They believe. have those... There's like, you know, you can do courses. Like you can mm, learn Learn about, iMovie. Yeah, and I and I didn't respond to him, but I've I've seen that happening, and it is people fifty and above. Yeah, there, those people who are running those courses, mm. fucking patient. And though that you, I would get so triggered, I'd probably end up yelling at all you, of them. You would. But the thing was, no, the thing was though that in that moment I shifted it, and I actually went out and apologized. I said sorry, like I'm just a bit tired. Uh, sorry for, about that. And, and <laughs> what was their response? Oh, was. Uh, like it wasn't sort of like, oh, no, I understand. It's like, yeah, basically. Like, Should yeah, have been. Yeah, yeah you fucked up. <laughs> We've done so much for you. <laughs> Which is such a, you know, she's, mum's not reading the same books I am. The, the reality is we owe it to our parents in a big way. We do. And we let this shit get in the way. I just, Buddy's, I mean, Buddy already owes me. <laughs> he owes his mum. He, he put his mum through hell yeah. and he, he wouldn't survive without us. So there is a bit of that, and I and you get I and I get it, and it's uh and so I'm trying to be, and I also just think they're going to be dead at some point. Okay, that's a bit rough. But isn't that true? Is yeah, it, it is like true. there is that the whole thing? Like I think nothing will bring you back to reality like mortality, which is like actually, you know, they're getting old, and so I don't want to be like even if they've got like forty years left, mm. you know, they're in their nineties. It's a dark yeah. place to take it, and your head does. Take you dark. Well, it's the only way that I could uh, reconcile this. Reset Mum's password without shooting up the whole joint. <laughs> <No? laughs> like, All right, she's been, she'll be dead in forty years. I'll yeah, do, this, exactly. do this password thing and once. And the um, it, we know that it won't be once. But then I did the back end work too now, so I can sort it out in the future. But the other thing that was funny was then Dad has got he's just quit his job, and he was you know trying to save everything. He's trying to save. He, uh. And he had a um. He had like an old work email address that had all contacts and stuff that he wanted. And so... This has ruined me before. I lost all of my notes because they were attached to my work email. Well, the day before I'd spent half an hour... This is what's turned in. Basically, mum and dad have kept the whole... Uh, all of their technical issues until I can, I arrived. Yeah, Everything in fairness, you are my support guy mm. remember how I even said I am like what I am for my mum my yeah. mum comes to me when she has something you were that person for me yeah so I get it when your son's a tech guru mm. well it's had uh, melbournegeek.com mm, it's true mum probably paid for the fucking decal of your yeah. car <laughs> good you I think Blage actually uh, did that for me thanks for the <laughs> shout out Blage but um yeah, no, so, but it was it was funny because dad was, uh, <laughs> he was showing me this account that he wanted to, he was asking whether, he said, if I delete this, will yeah. I lose everything? Because I don't want to lose it. And as he was doing it, he had <laughs> on his iPhone, he had the screen and it said delete account and then it had underneath it said, by deleting it, it deletes off your phone. You won't can't have get it, it back. You can't get it back. And as he was pointing to it, he actually knocked it with his <laughs> finger. <laughs> Was and it he, his toe thumb? No, yeah, no, it wasn't his toe thumb. <laughs> but you should have seen his face. 
he's like, it's gone, isn't it? It's gone. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Wait, and you press that button, it's gone. And delete. you just press delete. He goes, no, I was hovering, hovering my finger. I didn't touch it. I'm like, well, the, the phone doesn't care. No, bro. But, you um, press delete. But the good thing, what? Like, he was, he's a hoarder. He lo- he had, he actually just sold oh, thousands. I think he just sold a couple of thousand dollars worth of car magazines. Really? He used to, and he had like old school, like s- magazines that are so old, they had like um, cigarette commercial like um ad, oh, ads yeah. in them and stuff like that but he is a massive hoarder so i knew that i'd backed up all his important stuff like the day before so i knew that whatever i'd lost would have probably been this tiny tiny little bit of information so but and anyway. who's buying these magazines Off other him? hoarders yeah into cars well, that's exactly that's the feeling i have with minimalism right getting rid of stuff there's this this level of grossness, which is I'm just palming on this thing that I know that doesn't give me value and I'm giving mm. it to someone else so they can pacify all their problems. So maybe the... The, the blender that we gave you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that. That was very useful. You we made soup that night. Appreciate the did it work? Did it work okay? It's a really good blender. It's you, really, is there issues with the blender? No, no, no. You uh, told us there was, it? caused one apartment fire, but that's, <laughs> that's all fine. No, it's a, um, it's a Breville. It's one of sort of the... Hey, it's lovely. But maybe the, so. What you're saying is that the minimalist movement it should be less about selling to get money for your items and scaling down, more a big bonfire yeah. where you're just lighting it all up, you're the, just fucking burning it. There's so many. Done. Well, the, there's all of these um, bits to it too, right? Which is like there is that the guilt that comes with it, which is like actually I've bought all this shit. Mm. And I don't need it anymore. I guess you try and sort of sell it first and donate or just. Well, books are those things. Because how are often e- books are easy. Books are easy to deal with. I feel like everyone wants a book, but I've got like a couple of hundred DVDs. <laughs> and so does our, our mate James. Yeah. Do you think James wants them? Maybe. Well, no, he does not want them. Well, he was he talking. Just past. Well, he was talking about um, t- yesterday that he's appar- preparing for some sort of apocalypse where everything <laughs> goes except his DVDs. Well, his point was, what if Netflix shuts down? Yeah, and they said, well, wouldn't you just go to Village Cinemas? He's like, nah, but Village Cinemas would be fucked. Taken down. I'm like, well, if, if Village Cinemas is taken down, like, what's what have you got set up that's going to allow your like DVDs? A DVD player. Blu-ray. Yeah, you would need to have, you'd want... You'd want one of those like, sort wh- of universal ones. Why? I mean, you're you're wanting to sell them. Yeah, well, I tried to sell them, but it's um, <laughs> they ended up going. They started off with a box to sell. Yeah, and then they ended up in storage. I actually went to move them the other day, and Bree had written on a texter DVDs for storage, and then underneath it just said "lol." <laughs> <laughs> so we we understand that we understand the ridiculousness of it because um, we're paying now for storage. For the DVDs, it's sort of a bit of a, a vicious It's ridiculous. Cycle. We need to get rid of them. Get fucking rid of them. Yeah, I don't know. Do not need them. Yeah. Man, you've still got that that cough. You 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 uh, you basically were talking about... I Actually, for some reason, I, I looked up Siki uh, yesterday when I was doing the podcast. Because well, we were like, talking about, talked about it. Yesterday. And I was just checking the spelling. And interestingly... Uh, one thing that I'd never really realized is a sicky. The definition of a sicky is actually a sick day that's not like where you're talking bullshit. Okay. I, I thought a sicky could be any, like when you're actually sick, but you should only really use the term sicky is if it's 
you having a sickie to then go watch baseball. Well, yeah, a sickie is usually before that. You the word pulling a yeah pulling a sickie. Pulling a sickie is that an Australian term. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Probably. The which talking about like the the storage and the moving. The um, I got a notification on Facebook yesterday, and um, we're still a um. We're still a member of our apartment block Facebook group. <laughs> and it even has one? Yeah. So someone had the, like their cage broken into for, for whatever. Like you, cage- so it's a vigilantes group. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit. Yeah. People keeping an eye on shit. But um, it got me thinking about the uh, when you're sort of still in a world. You know what I mean? Like you sort of... Well, I know someone who um, got got rid of their business mm-hmm. and then still has access to the payment portal. Not to take any money, but can see the cash flow of the business wow. that he sold. And so it's like, ooh, how are, are they, they doing? doing? Yeah. Yeah, super interesting. I My version of that I was thinking about, I'm like, you know what? Because I was going to go, oh, I don't need this anymore. And I went to sort of get out of the group. I'm like... Maybe I'll stick around. <laughs> maybe I'll see like if the people who are taking over our apartment jump in and maybe they might take a photo of, you know, some wall that's in our apartment. I can have some sort of nostalgia. Mate, you would never speak to them in the first place. This is my conundrum at the moment. Do I go and, because we've had some people move in above us, mm. a few things, you can hear them pissing. So you hear at night, like just water into a bowl and it's right above our head. And so what are you going to do? No, there's nothing about going to say that. But I was like, should we just go and say hi? Because we have not seen them. Mm. Schedules are so different. But I was like, we've got a small block. Should I go and say g'day? Yeah, or? probably with your style of apartment. We we actually... Um, You've got 150 others. Yeah, there was, a, there was a heap in ours. But the guy who was above us, Bree, seems to make friends with everyone. And she made friends with the guy who was um, above us. And he invited us over. It's really interesting. Uh, the fascinating thing about um, apartment blocks is seeing how differently people furnish the exact same place. Yeah, true. So we have true. this really... And so Brie was keen just to basically see what furniture <laughs> he had. And we had real minimal shit. We just... All like Povo, Ikea stuff. Just nice, minimal, but nothing fancy. It, it, but it looked... It appeared fancy. Fancy on a budget, you would yeah, say. Yeah, fancy on a budget. We had like one nice coffee table. Which it was Brie, minimal, I think. That's which, yeah, which Bree said was marble, but we discovered that it was a composite. It was sort of a, a mix of marble and plastic. Fake which, marble. Uh, yeah, marble. Yeah, well, what it, what it turns out, because Bree's, Bree was really pedantic about this is our first nice thing. Where did we get that from again? West Elm. So it's Never a, heard of it. Yeah, it's a it's a nicer sort of furniture place. So this nicer was a sort of rip off furniture place. Yeah, so this was like our our first adult, like you know, good adult purchase. But Bree said to her dad, you know, be careful carrying this thing because it's marble. He says it's, it's too too light to be marble. Yeah. And so you could actually see the line of like the very thin marble on the top, oh, okay. and the rest is just plastic. So the, did I tell you about the guy who got his motorbike stolen from my apartment block? No. So he keeps his motorbikes. He's got two of them. Had two of them, and they just you can basically it's like a car park underneath our building, mm. but doesn't have like a entrance or anything, so it's open. Anyone can see our cars. Yeah. Um. And anyway, one of them went missing, and I knew this by a sign that he put up saying, "Did anyone hear anything or see anything mm-hmm. on this date around this time? My motorbike was stolen." And I was like, "Oh, poor bastard!" So First of annoying. all, I think I talked about this. I thought he did an insurance job to start with. 
No, my, no anyway, no. man, we've so done I, 112 episodes. I thought in my head, I thought in my head he'd done an insurance job. Then I spoke to him. He told me, "Fuck, I didn't have any insurance on the bike, oh, no. so the bike got stolen." And he said it's probably going to some farm because of the kind of bike that it was. It was oh. like a bit of a farm bike. Mm. Anyway, my neighbor knocked. My other neighbor, not the one who got his motorbike stolen. You've never told this story, by the way. Knocked on my door last night. Mm. Had a beer, couple of beers in his hand. Came in. We had a beer. Um, because you're wondering why I'm getting so friendly with my neighbours. No, but you're I also, no, I'm wondering, did you find the bike for him? Why is he giving you beers? No, no, no. This is not that same neighbour. This is an other neighbour. Mm. This is one. This is the one above. Yeah. Not the guy who had his motorbike stolen. But he came in anyway. We're talking. He's like, mate, did you hear about the guy who got his motorbike stolen? Did you hear what happened? I said, no. And he said, yeah, he was away last week interstate and got a call from the cops. The cop said, mate, we've found your motorbike. So where, was, where was it? It was across the road, down the little side street. There's like a dead-end street literally 30 metres from us. The motorbike had been sitting 30 metres from where it was stolen for th- nearly three months. And the cops had just I located it. I feel like we passed it. You probably did. I think if we were to look back at the footage of me being a... Uh, the dad for Bodie in the it YouTube thing. I wouldn't be surprised if I feel like we walked past. Was it yellow? No. No, it was a white one. Anyway, so he said, oh, okay. To the cops, can you can you get it? And they said, can you just pick it up when you get home? Mm. He said, no problem. Got back, stolen. Oh, no. <laughs> the poor guy had his motorbike stolen from this place that it was sitting. You know what? You you always talk about the um, that house that's close to... Uh, Rob Taylor's the one d- down the down the road that's got all the security cameras. I wonder oh, if yeah, yeah, yeah. wonder if they're pointing out and that they could. It's a good point. But I mean, fuck, be how annoying it. is that? No insurance. They found it. Oh, that's it's gone. It's a bit of a joke, isn't it? it <laughs> he at least has to walk the streets to see if it's been just wheeled around another corner. Yeah. Maybe that's a tactic that they use. They wheel it, leave it for a couple of months, then wheel it to another section, leave it for a couple of months. <laughs> before they're in before country, they steal it six like months regional later. Victoria or whatever. <laughs> Man, uh, the, the the thing that I think about is just security cameras. I just, I love a security camera. Well, what is it? What's the feeling it gives you? Well, it just gives me a sense of security. Like, <laughs> uh, seriously, like I lo- like if I had, I'm sure I've said this on the show before, if I owned a house... I would have a lot of sort of external security cameras. I'd have mm. it all set up and you'd be able to go back a few months. And Well, you're looking for you, – you're on the defense mm. of criminals. Yeah. The thing is when you're in apartments half the time, you don't have to be thinking like this. But when you're on ground floor in a house yeah. – I don't think I'd do ground uh, – ground floor makes me uncomfortable. You'd never live in a ha- like a house. What about the house, the house sitting house that you're in? Yeah, it was quite grand. Was it was big. Yeah, yeah. That you were in that didn't have any cameras. It was good that the, yeah, I was definitely like uh, this could do with some cameras. <laughs> I was seriously being like, put put one there, put one there, sort of set it all up. Well, I've got a mate, one of my good friends, Brendan. Mm-hmm. He's installs security systems. Really? Well, actually, it's funny you uh, mentioned because remember we were actually talking yesterday about midis. Midis? Oh, the elect. Yeah, they do CCTV goods. stuff. And and James, who sort of prides himself on this blokey bloke, being a blokey bloke. I don't know if he prides himself. He's just a big motherfucker he's, and uh, he looks like a, a gorilla. His chest. Why is his chest so big? I love <laughs> it. Because he fucking bench presses 150 kilos. And so that, but how does it actually make a 
I don't understand. Like the muscle grows, bro. Is that, is that all muscle though? It's but all. It's, it's the the size. It's not. I'm not talking about like necessarily the muscle. It's like his chest. His whole rig is bigger. He's he's a he, he looks Neanderthal. Like Jimmy, he he's looks, a mesomorph. I don't know what you're talking about. So but like, he looks like Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, he's <laughs> a real sort of the Hulk Hulk vibes. Yeah. Hundred percent. But some—that's just his build. He's always mm. been a, a solid unit. Yeah, um, he looks like a quarterback. Yeah, I guess. So. But, but anyway, my but point was he's not priding himself of being a blokey bloke. Yeah, anyway, he just well, looks just like, like he looks like one. He was so Middies is sort of this random shop, and he was talking about how he liked their branding, which yeah, is the sort of bright like pink, bright pink. He said it sort of it sort of worked for that sort of shop. It is a good idea to go. Like you're thinking, you're right. The blo- there are blokey blokes, tradies and shit going in there. Getting their electrical supplies from a bright pink logo. Yeah, it's great. It it stands out. Yeah. And now we're talking about middies. Exactly. Can we get a sponsorship to deck out our office with CCTV? I don't know. Anything's a possibility. Well, the um to to close the loop in regards to the uh, to the to the whether world. or not you live at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in regards to the small world stuff, you know, like the uh, this idea that you sort of half keep your foot in one toe like I'm doing with the Facebook Facebook group I, w- I was thinking about it and I was like where else have I done this and I did it with school for the last when I finished school I didn't just leave I was like the one that was ba- back in the sense of I was I was teaching media they would have um, I would come in as a guest speaker and all that sort of thing and I, I was thinking about you and your experience being someone who drops out of high school, you're still chose to leave, Josh. Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you uh, did you ha- were you hanger on around? Did you hang around, nah. or were you just out of there? Nah, I, got, I never got invited to the reunions. I think oh, that's, that's hurtful. No, nah, not really. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I, I get that. But part. I think, yeah, it definitely was. I, I mean, my vibe was, I'm out. Holy shit, thank God. Mm. But and I didn't want anything to do with it. But I went to the parties. That's what I did go to. All the kids from all the private schools, they had some awesome parties. Man, I, I I went to heaps of parties in probably year seven and year eight. But then as soon as sort of the like the real strong alcohol stuff, I just didn't you got go out of there. Well, that's yeah. where I pioneered and went hard. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's a pioneer. It's a strong word. <laughs> uh, strong word. But the, um, the point on the school thing is I remember this one moment where I was – I uh, sponsored – uh, an award for the awards night for the year 12s. So Media Flex, my business, I gave, a, I gave a check for $100 to the <laughs> winner of the media awards. The funny thing was that my business was so small that there was a time when I gave him the check, I didn't have the money in the bank account. So if he went and put it so if he, clear, I was like, I was waiting it. for an invoice to be paid. So there was that worry that potentially... Oh, no. And I remember the, the other awkwardness of it was I was... um. They didn't tell me how long to speak for. I was speaking before, so I was. <laughs> That's probably the worst piece, worst thing to do with Josh. Yeah. So they said, "Hey, we want you to do sort of a you to be the former student to come in and talk about you know what your life's been like," and I just did this sort of motivational speech, which I think was meant to go for like ten minutes, and they'd had no timer, no one telling me, and I said, "Hey, how long did I talk for?" They said, 45. <laughs> I spoke for 45 and I knew that I'd gone too far. When I, it was a, I had a keynote presentation and there was a point where I had a photo of me on an elephant from a fo- like a holiday that I just went to Thailand. Oh, and no. I was like, guys. That was me. This, this could be you. This, like, you know, live, dream big. 
you know, enjoy the next year and maybe you might be doing something that's a little bit questionable in some sort of southeast country. Just quickly, do you look back on that and think that everyone there was thinking this this kid's a bit special? I knew I knew that unique. it was a case because there was one lady who's who was um, a little bit tweaked. She was lovely, but sort of definitely um, she was on my level in regards to vibe. And she came over. She goes, "That was great. That was so inspiring." She's in the neighbourhood. Yeah, that's what we call her. Yeah, and, but you know that it was sort of everyone else was a little bit like they just wanted. It was worse enough to watch all these kids get these awards, but then they had this this oh, kid who was me, who was you know just it's, just. It's, Probably nineteen years old. It's the former life of Josh. Man, far out. Right. I wish this was no all. I wish it was a reality TV show. Hey, thanks for everyone who's been sending some emails. Yeah, when uh, when followed up with um, a bunch of great stuff. Oh, uh, I missed that one. Yeah, it's uh, you were just happy because this is the thing we share the inbox when they sort that out. But Karina, yeah, thank you. She for, gave, she gave some awesome um, perspective just, on sort of being out and about as a woman and how she feels yeah. on that in the community. And I think that, uh, you know, as she mentions all of this stuff, it's definitely, I have noticed that my radar in regards to the th- these things, I feel like what she's talking about, I'm starting to think more about these mm. types of things. So when uh, Bree's going out walking and all that sort of thing, I'm definitely like, more cautious and trying to be accommodating and trying to make sure mm. and, and thinking about safety in a bigger way than mm. I think what I was. 100%. Matty Moulton, he sent through one. He's, he's got a um, friend that he wants on the show. I watched the video. Yeah. I cried. Really? He Is it sad? Through. Well, because I no, saw it's that... Not, it's not sad. It, so, just, just quickly, his mate has Tourette's mm. and Channel 7 did this story on these three guys who have Tourette's and it was just fucking sweet. I just... I can't. I'm a big softie now that I've had Bodie. Yeah. But I just, I was just thinking, I was just putting myself in a father's shoes. I cried when the dad was crying, mm. just about whether, whether if he could do anything, what would he, you know, turn it off? And anyway, it's, but it's a happy story. It's not like they're wanting to you to look at these people with, oh, we've got this problem and we want you to be feel sorry for us. It's like no, these are people with Tourette's who are owning their life, yeah. owning their existence. Matt's. And Maddie's friend was one of the guys on there, and we definitely want to get him on as a guest at some point. He's full of energy. Yeah, he looks like an absolute legend, James. And so, we, yeah, that, that sounds like. I'm the guest stuff is really exciting me. Like we've been doing so uh, with me going away at uh, next week, we're going to be doing four shows a week that are just like this. Tommy and I chatting. Um, I'll be remote, but it will just sound like this. There won't be any sort of change, hopefully. And, uh, but then every Friday there will be a guest episode. And because guest, you know, you've done radio, you know, what it's like with trying to do guests remotely. Mm. It's especially when the oh, two hosts, the two hosts being separately, it was okay when we did it with Trevor Long because he's a pro, and where we oh, were and also Michelle because we had ISD. Oh yeah, and so that that worked that worked well. But um, no, so we've been frantically over the last week trying to record uh, chats, and because we don't normally pre-record the show, but we just want to have uh, different guests, and we've had some epic people on yeah, so far. Yeah. They're, they're really, it's really exciting. So we've got uh, on Friday, uh, I can tease that we've got Jeff Jowett. You might not know the name, but you'll definitely know the voice. Or you know his old protein cookies, body trim. Yeah, and he uh, he was big into the morning TV and sort of the, the mid-2000s. As the Infomercials. Kid. Yeah. We didn't even talk to him about this, but he had his own studio 
at his office that just pumped out infomercials. Yeah. Well, he, he's got a pretty amazing story. Dude who had a company were, you know, doing over $30 million a year in revenue and uh, he got kicked out, lost it all. <laughs> lost it all. Sex addiction, drug addiction, bit of alcoholism alcoholism there Crazy. too. But and a lovely guy, very much the full U-turn. Yeah, and so we've got him uh, him on Friday. But uh, yeah, feel free to send us an email, hi at thedailytalkshow.com, especially I haven't received a single email yet uh, in regards to where you're listening. Because yesterday I said, if you're listening <laughs> on a plane... One day. Huh? It was been one day. I know it's been one day, but if you've, that was sort of a dumb idea. But can no, I? Re- no, Josh wants you to email us where you are right now. Are you looking out the window of well, a I specifically train said, on the way home? I specifically said, do it if you are on a plane and you're looking down on your home. Okay, I'm I stretching it out now. Yeah, I've are re- you on a train? Yeah. heading home. No, 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 no. I think we. If you're with your phone right now and you can send us an email, if you've got Apple Mail, if you here we go. If you've got an iPhone, if you've got Apple Mail, send us an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Just say hello. And you know what? From now on, if you want a sticker, because I'm going to have the stickers really soon, oh, yeah. uh, put in your postal address and we'll send you a sticker or something. So uh, it's a daily talk show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com is the email address and thank you to everyone who has been reviewing us on iTunes there's been some new ones that have come through Ooh la la. people asking about people asking about the squeegee story but um <laughs> you'll have to just go back and find it but it's the daily talk show have a good one